Boost leaks are a natural part of owning any turbocharged vehicle and finding them can be frustrating. One of the technologies available to pinpoint these leaks is a smoke tester. We're here with Mark from Redline Detection to talk a little bit more about what that technology is and how it works. Welcome to High Performance Academy's Tuned In Field Report podcast series. In these special midweek episodes, we look back through our archives to find the best conversations we've had through years worth of attending the best automotive events across the globe. We've pulled the audio from these tech-filled interviews with some of the industry's most well-known figures and presented it in podcast format for you to enjoy as a quick hit of insider knowledge. First of all, Mike, before we get into the nitty gritty here, I did mention turbocharged engines. They're obviously a, a natural candidate for a boost leak, right. but this technology is still suitable to naturally aspirated engines where we're looking for potential air leaks in the intake track, for example. Uh, is that correct? Right. So when you're looking at a drivability concern for engines, non- unmetered air is a, is a big problem, right? And the big problem with technicians and trying to diagnose these problems is a simple fact is technicians can't see an air leak, right? They can maybe see something physical, a broken pipe or something, but the engines are so complicated now and there's no room. They can't see everything. Everything is covered or blocked or whatever. So that's where the smoke machine comes in. They introduce the visible vapor to the induction system of that vehicle, whether it be turbocharged or aspirated, and they just watch for smoke to come out. Now, on face value, I would think, particularly with a turbocharged vehicle where we might be running 15, 20, maybe 30 plus PSI, they're just lightly introducing smoke into the intake. You're going to have to have a really sizable hole for that smoke to make its way out. Hence, on face value, I would have questioned the validity or usefulness of this sort of technology. So how do you go about making this useful for turbocharged engines running higher boost? Well, the thing is with, you have to simulate that boost with the engine off. So how do you do that? Well, we, our technology, we have these uh, adaptable uh, blockers. We call power intake adapters and they inflate the fit and they make a seal. And they allow you to hold back pressure because the machine is gonna simulate the boost, you know, up to 20 PSI. And that's the thing because some of these air leaks don't appear until you're into the five, 10, 15 pound boost range because what's happening is the the rubber and the, and the uh, charge air cooler, for instance, a lot of the ends are made of plastic and they have cracks in them. But what happens is that boost pressure opens that crack up. So you're not going to get a boost problem at a low pressure with a low pressure smoke machine. You have have to simulate that boost condition. So you're able to simulate that with, as you mentioned, up to 20 PSI. So you've mentioned there blockers to sort of seal up the system because this is the next question. Obviously, if we have to seal everything up and maybe introduce 20 PSI of of positive pressure into the system, I mean, I'm thinking as a mechanic, We'd have to go around and find the right size cap to block off an intercooler hose right. or a turbocharger. So this takes the hard work out. It's a, it's a system that's variable for, you know, it's not one size. It will actually expand out to suit different size right. hoses. Right. And that's the great thing about our expandable adapters, right? They expand the fit, make that seal. And it doesn't matter whether you're working on a Holden, for instance, or, you know, a Toyota. 
it doesn't matter that size diameter, it inflates the fit. So it future proofs the, the product. In terms of the process of actually starting from scratch and getting the system set up, installed on the engine and being able to physically introduce the smoke and start looking for leaks, can you talk us through how that goes and sort of how long that's likely to take? It's so simple to do because of those inflatable adapters, you right after the air box or right after the mass airflow sensor, if, if the car has one in that intake, you just take you normally one clamp off, pull the hoser on and, and insert the power intake, inflate it, and then put one in the exhaust. Same thing. You're plugging the largest orifices of that system. Do you want to take your car knowledge game to the next level? Join us in the next free lesson at hpacademy.com slash free and start developing your own skills today. And in terms of actually looking for the smoke, I can imagine if you've got one isolated leak, it's probably going to be pretty easy to find. But are there any tricks that you can use to help make that smoke more obvious and really pinpoint exactly where it's coming from? Well, there's no tricks. The density of the smoke speaks for itself on our products anyway. And so... What you do is normally you start out at five PSI, do a test at that. If you don't see anything, uh, you move it up to 10 PSI, look again. But if you're not trying to chase a ghost here, right? It's only a few minute test, very few minutes. And you're then you're checking that box because that fault code could be caused by a myriad of problems, right? One of which could be an air leak. So you're verifying whether if you have a leak, where is it at or then again, you're making sure you don't actually have a leak and you move on to the next phase of the trouble uh, diagnostics. I think one of the, the problems that this can solve is misdiagnosis of an issue. You know, if we've got a fault code for a turbocharged engine and it's boost pressure low, without really getting to the bottom of what's causing the issue, it could be tempting to throw a new turbocharger at the car, obviously at a significant expense and not actually fix the problem. So right. this manages to actually pinpoint, is it a boost leak? If it's not, then maybe in fact it was the turbocharger, correct? Right. Correct. And then it's also an aid for the technician because say it actually is a turbocharger, right? He takes that whole system apart. And when he puts it back together, does he actually have it sealed? So he could have been replaced the turbo, right? Test drove the car to make sure he fixed it, but he introduced a leak to the system and it's causing the same problem. And now he's scratching his head. Like, what did I do? I replaced the turbo. What else could be going wrong with it? So... You not only test it for that proper diagnostic, right, to make sure you didn't waste the customer's money and made a fool out of yourself, but after you do a repair, you're quality controlling what you worked on. All right. Now, these products are used at the dealership level. You've, you've got these all through the U.S. and GM and Ford dealerships. Right. For the sort of lower end of the market, for the enthusiast market, you've got some other products which are a little bit lower price point. What, what's your sort of entry level product for the average enthusiast workshop sort of come in at? Well, we make a fixed pressure, low pressure machine, but the variable pressure like we've been talking about, those start out right around the $2,000 to $3,000 range and then they go up from there. You know, it all depends on your adapter needs for what vehicles you're working on. A lot of repair shops, you know, specialize in one type of car, right? Or one brand of car. So sometimes it's just easier and less expensive to have those particular adapters. But if you're working on multi uh, uh, manufacturer repair, sometimes we can, you know, you have to buy a few more adapters.
right? Understandable. Yeah. All right. If our viewers do want to find out more about the product, where are they best to go and get more information? Our website, redlinedetection.com. And we have videos on there. We have videos on YouTube, you know, show you how to hook up and use it and really get more information. Perfect. Thanks for your time there. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to leave a review on whatever platform you've chosen to listen to it on. It goes a long way to help us getting the word out there. All these conversations and much more are also available in full on our High Performance Academy YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe. It's a one-stop shop when it comes to going faster, stopping quicker and cornering better.